Welcome, YouTube watchers, podcast listeners. I don't think you should even watch this video. It's not that good. Um, it's got a lot of really cool information in it, but I don't think it's for you. So maybe just leave now. Greetings, Chris here. You might be wondering, huh, that was a weird introduction. Well, it's because today I want to talk about counterintuitive behavior. It's about not trusting your gut, or at least questioning why your gut is telling you to act a certain way. Why is your first instinct often to supplicate and be nice and sweet? Is that even actually your instinct, or is that learned behavior? Should you, in fact, be doing the exact opposite? I started thinking about this absolute counterintuitive behavior uh, after a friend visited me recently from overseas. I remember we planned to have a big night when he arrived and I remember he was like, okay, I can't go too big tonight actually because I have a date tomorrow. I was like, what? You've lined up a date already? And he had, but not only that, he'd actually lined up three dates uh, for that weekend and he'd lined them up before even coming to the country. If I remember correctly, I'd say that between the Thursday or Friday that he arrived, he'd slept with three women between then and like the following Tuesday. Now he had this new job, it allowed him to travel, and when I was asking him about it, he said he'd found similar results in many, many countries. Now, something you might not know about me is I've lived in Asia for a big part of my life. I'm fairly fluent in Mandarin Chinese. I also knew the ins and outs of the country I was staying in. I knew about the culture, I knew about local celebrities, local news, things that were going on, things that do go on, things that happen all the time. And a common thing I'd hear from my friends would be like, oh man, you've like immersed in the culture. I wish I could speak the language like you. Things must be like so easy for you. And the truth is this, does being immersed in a country, living in a country, being able to speak their language, does it allow you to meet women that tourists might not meet? Yes kind of, some of the time. Were women impressed by the fact that I had no definitive plan of leaving, knew about their culture and spoke their language? Maybe. But did they want to get involved with me for those reasons over guys who were just visiting, or tourists, or overseas students? Definitely not. In fact, from what I've seen, those people actually have it easier. Now that seems counterintuitive, right? Some of you must be thinking like I used to think. Are those girls stupid? Like, those guys are never gonna be in relationships with them because they're leaving soon. Why would they bother investing in that guy? That would seem to make sense, like it made sense to me, if women were only after relationships. But as we know, they're not. Everything I had, all that I knew about, all I was able to do, while in some ways was good, it actually meant nothing to women sexually. And for two reasons, really. A woman is attracted to leadership, uh, uniqueness, mystery, and scarcity more than she's attracted to common interests and being smart. My friend might not speak the language, he might not know the culture, but the qualities he does have are the only qualities that actually matter. Also, women are very protective of their reputation. She knows she can get away with having sex with this guy because he doesn't live in her country. He'll never meet her friends, he'll never meet her peers, and it's why a lot of girls 
travel alone. If she can't be the anonymous girl in another country, then get the anonymous traveler who's just landed in her backyard. The results are more or less the same. Implication free, sexual freedom. A few videos ago, I remember saying something along the lines of whatever you've seen on movies, or whatever you've been told by parents, try doing the complete opposite. If a girl says, I like you, but I'm not sure if I can trust you, say, that's good, I'm not a relationship guy, and you're, you're lucky to have such good instincts. Ask girls to buy you drinks. Ask girls to pick you up for a date. If you're having dinner at your place, say, hey, pick up some wine. Ask her what she's buying you for your birthday. All of these actions are counterintuitive to what guys usually think but they're all sending the same message. You're not supplicating to her, you're not worshiping her, you have boundaries and you are high value. Going back to the story at the beginning of the video. After coming to those realizations, there are now a few conversation topics I will avoid when initially meeting someone new. Can I speak the language? No. How well do I know the city? Not that well, maybe you can um, show me around. Do you know this local ritual that happens on this date? No, what is it? And later on, it's fine, you can let things come out on your own. I mean, that is one of the keys to game anyway. What do they call it, the cat and the ball of string? You let yourself unravel naturally because once the cat has unraveled you, it no longer wants to play. So the worst thing you can do is unravel yourself. So that's that, counterintuitive. A pretty good emergency measure that you can think about when you're wondering what to say to a girl in a bar, when you're wondering where to go on a date. Remember what you've been taught by movies, by TV, and maybe even your parents. Remember what they said, and then take a big ass stride in the opposite direction. Let me know how it goes. Questions, throw them in the comments. Like if you find value. Subscribe for updates. And I'll see you again very soon.